Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. You are going to get so much information on this episode and I'm so excited to have my guest Kayla Wood with Norcut and Dean and Rose Law Firm. Um, welcome Kayla. Thanks, it's so exciting to be here and finally see what you do in person. Yes, yes. Well, Kayla and I go very long back and we're not gonna say how long back because then we'll re reveal our age and you know, can't do that. <laughs> it's been a long time, we'll just put it that way. So, anyways, so we are going to talk about some important stuff that if you have teenagers, um, kids approaching 18, mm -hmm. or even kids over the 18, you want to tune in and or send this to your friends that have this because they are going to need this information. So. Yes, agree, 100%, <laughs> especially those that are on the verge of 17 and about to reach the age of majority. This yes. is the time that you need to sit down with your kiddos and talk to them about the importance of powers of attorney and what it means when they're an adult. Yes, so let's talk about, first of all, why is it important to have these? All right. Well, you know, for the last 17 years, you've had a kiddo. Yes. And you've been totally in charge of everything. You've right. been able to communicate with the schools, the doctors, anybody that they've seen or right. anybody that they've gone to. And now all of a sudden, literally, you go from one day when you're in charge to the very next day they become 18 and you're no longer in charge and they have to do everything for themselves. So um, the good news is you've hopefully raised a child that can, you know, survive in the real world, fingers <laughs> crossed. Um, but the bad news is should something, God forbid, happen, you want to be able to have some kind of an authority to be able to communicate with doctors right. or um, make decisions on their behalf or also handle any of their financial needs that they may have um, that they've been taking care of personally that you won't be able to unless you've got some specific legal forms in place. I know, and it blows my mind because if you're with that parent like myself, where I'm like, he stole the, my roof. I paid all the bills. <laughs> I, I make all the decisions. <laughs> exactly. Agree 100%. Unfortunately, though, the law doesn't agree yes. with that. The law says that legally they are an adult and you can no longer talk to them. Yes. So if you want to have the power to do that, which right. hopefully you want it and yes. hopefully your child wants it because they'll understand that that is in their best interest. Right. So there are a couple things you can do. Okay. And one of those is a medical power of attorney. And that will allow you to, like I said, speak to doctors or hospitals, mm -hmm. caretakers, anything like that. And then there's also a, um, a statutory durable power of attorney, which allows you to handle kind of their financial side of things. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. both of those um, are important. Yes. And then hopefully, you know, you won't ever need them, but just in case you do, oh, they're definitely. there if you do. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because you know, I know I had a friend where her son had to go into the hospital and mm -hmm. then because he was over the age of 18 and they didn't have those forms, she really couldn't talk, you know, it was, he was being able to make the decisions. And even exactly. though, you know, she was paying the insurance. <laughs> to the exactly. And the hospital bills yes. when they get out. Yes. Yeah. It's, um, since HIPAA was introduced, HIPAA yep. is basically a, in a broad sense, it is where, um, it protects people's privacy issues and, and any kind of medical treatment they may have had. And it's a good thing because you yep. don't want the entire world knowing, you know, 
your medical background or your right. history. But in situations like this, when you're the parent and you want to be able to make a decision on behalf of your child, um, they'll you can bypass that HIPAA rule, if you will, and then you can have these forms in place. Yes. So what our firm typically does is for the medical power of attorney, we go ahead and do a dual document that has a medical power of attorney as well as the HIPAA release in it. Okay. And so that allows the healthcare providers to talk to you um, and for you to make a decision on their behalf. That's nice. Um, and it's so important again, because you know, you want to be able to, you know, still take care of your child. Um, exactly. And, you know, especially if there is something that happens and, you know, God willing, you know, you don't have this. I mean, there yes. can be a lot of, you know, then it's a lot harder. Yeah. Yes. So let's talk about, you know, that where if you don't have it, you know, what can happen? Well, you you want to be, as the parent, you want to be the one right. that is making the decision for your kiddos. You don't want someone random to make it. Right. Plus, you also want to know what's happening with your child. And if, let's say, for example, I know your son's down at A&M. Yes. My son's hopefully going to go to Ole Miss next year. Um, you know, how do you find out what hospital they're at? How do you find out what care and treatment they need? How do you make a decision as far as if they need a, a, an emergency surgery? Right. So um, those are things that you want to be able to do. You want to be the loved one making that decision and not letting a doctor make it for them. Yes. Now, obviously, if your child is still awake and they um, can talk on their own, they're able to advocate for themselves, then you don't need the medical power of attorney. It's nice to still have it. Right. And so they can make those decisions. But um, if you've got it, then you're the one who gets to make that decision for them. And that's Definitely. nice not to leave it in the hands of a doctor. Definitely. Yes. Especially Definitely. when you're weighing the pros and cons of something that could be, you know, significantly life-changing. Okay. And yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, there's so many things and it's just, again, it's that you have it there. It's in your, you know, in your documents of things to have. Right. And it's more of that just in case, just like you have, you know, Homeowner's insurance, exactly. car insurance. Yes. It's that just in case it's document. Just in case. Exactly. Well, and plus you don't want to be found in a circumstance where let's say your kiddo is on their own as far as paying their rent or their bills. Yeah. You don't want to ruin their credit right. because if they don't have access to pay their bills, if they don't have access to pay their rent, that can negatively affect them in the future. So it's just kind of a, a boots and suspenders. You know, it just helps protect everybody. Yeah. Um, so that way, if you do have a statutory power of attorney, you can get access to their bank account. You can pay those bills oh, for definitely. them, their credit card bills, anything like that. And I think that's something people don't realize, you know, if you call the creditors and, you know, they're over 18 and you don't mm -hmm. have this, they're not going to talk to you. They're not going to talk to you. So. And in fact, they want you to build up the interest. So they're not yeah. going to want you to pay right. for the, the, you know, the monthly fee or if you happen to be the type that pay it off every month. Yes. So, yeah. So right. it's just, it's nice to have. And, um, you know, a lot of kiddos, when you sit them down, they when they turn 18, they feel like, oh, well, I'm an adult now. I don't right. need this. I don't want this. I don't want mommy and daddy to, you know, have their thumb on me still. It's not that. They, you won't have that unless something, you know, God forbid happens. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So it doesn't come into effect until they are perhaps incapacitated. So let's talk about, you know, those people that are, you know, maybe over the 18, mm -hmm. you know, and they're like, oh my goodness, I don't have this. <laughs> right. And they're like, can I still get it done? <laughs> yes, absolutely. So one thing to know is if this isn't something that can only be done the day you turn 18, obviously we right. recommend it 
right. so that as soon as you turn 18, you're covering your bases. But let's say that someone, one of your viewers is watching this and they're like, oh, I'm 22 and I haven't ever done that. Right. Absolutely. You can do it. It's not too late. Okay. And even if you're 28, um, it's, it, you know, that's an appropriate time to say you're single and you know, you're, oh, you're going to work every day. I mean, God forbid, you know, we're on these highways out yes. here, something happens and it doesn't always have to be your parent. It could be your best friend. Yeah. It could be your significant other, a sister, a brother. Um, it could be anybody like that. Someone that you trust though, because right. a, a, a power of attorney, as far as like a statutory durable power of attorney, yeah. we kind of refer to it as the financial power of attorney. That is a very, very important document. You want to give it to someone you absolutely trust. Yeah. yeah. No, and you know, you brought a great point because I didn't even think about, you know, our you know, kids that are out there in the workforce now mm -hmm. and, um, you know, they don't have a, they're not married, you know, they're right. single mm -hmm. and, you know, just, you know, working like normal and then something happens. You right. Know. You need it. Yeah. It's important. And you bring up a great point by um, mentioning single um, people. If there's a single parent, for okay. example, I've had a client recently who came in and, um, their significant other is out of the picture right? and um, they wanted to have a power of attorney um, so that they're, they have their parents and then they've also got something in place for their kiddo, oh, um, yeah. guardianship. And yeah. I know we both yes. experienced a yes. loss from a high school friend this past year and she was a widow yep. and she needed something in place for, uh, she was a single mom and needed something in place for her kiddo. Yep. So that's something that's really important. So even though, yes, the becoming a majority um, at the age of majority, that's an important time to get it done, but it's not too late. It's okay. never too late to get it. So, and even if you are married and, you know, have three kids, it's right. still a good time to do it. Oh, like, I hope you have one. Okay. And if you don't, we need to talk afterwards. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like Kimberly, surely you and Glenn, y'all are planners. I bet you do. But anyway, so it's never too late. But one thing that we wanted to talk about since this is the prime of our yeah. life where we're at um, is that our kiddos are at that age where they're reaching majority. And so that's why you got to get it done. Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. I mean, like I said, you know, it's just, now let's talk about um, how easy, because people are probably sitting there going, oh, okay, so it's this big process. So. Oh no, it's easy. Um, it's real easy. So what you do, you call our office. You mentioned that you saw us on Kimberly's um, show <laughs> because then you get a special discount. Our firm is offering a special discount. We kind of have packages and that's typical for law firms. And right. um, one of our packages is specifically a medical power of attorney okay. and a statutory power of attorney. So both the financial and the medical side. Okay. And so there's a package deal for that. And then believe it or not, there are some people that are in their, you know, 18, 19 right. that have their own businesses and that might even need a will. Oh, yeah. And so, um, for example, I've got a friend whose son owns his own landscaping business. Oh, yeah. He has a truck, a trailer, um, all kinds of the equipment that he needs, like lawn mowers and all of that. And it's all in his name. Okay. And he also recently on his own was able to buy a fishing boat. So yeah. he's got a lot of property in his name. So in his situation, I would recommend that he have a will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, for example, if kids have been inherited things from grandparents or something, if they've got land or if they have a, a vehicle or... You know, something like that, that's also smart to have a will for them too. Now, don't get me wrong, a lot of 18 year olds right. don't necessarily need that. So that's why there's kind of package options. Okay. But we're giving a great deal on both of those packages that have just the the power. two powers of attorney and then the one with the will and the power of attorney. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, yes, it does bring, I mean, we've got so many entrepreneurs out there mm -hmm. and they're young. You know, yes. TikTok, yeah. Instagram, Instagram, all these people that are influencers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, it's something that, you know, they're not really thinking of. Mm -hmm. um, I know, you know, 
when I was 18, I would have never thought about that you know, kind of stuff. No. Um, but well, we were making $3 an hour minimum yes, wage. <laughs> yes, it's a little different now. Yeah. Um, but it is something to really consider um, and to you know, have that plan in place. And so you know, these documents to have, and again, it's just no different than your insurance. It's just to have it in yes. place. And you were asking about the process. So it's yeah. a really quick thing. They call the office, they mention they saw, you know, your show, okay. and then um, they get a discount. They come in, they meet with me for a brief, maybe an hour. Okay. We talk about everything. And then within a couple weeks, usually we can have the documents done. Um, obviously, if there's something pending, like I had a client that was going in to have um, a stress test and she wanted her all of her documents complete, which right. makes sense. Yeah. So, you know, if there's things that are a priority, we can bump that up, but it's usually okay. done within a week or two. It's okay. pretty fairly simple process. We do ask that the clients come back into the office um, to do a signing because we do have it notarized. Okay. Yep. Yes. So, um, but we can do virtual if people need it. Um, okay. We can do a virtual appointment because I know some people, you know, don't want to get out. Or I know a lot of your viewers could be from anywhere. Right. They could be from out of state. They could be down, you know, in South Texas. Who knows? Yeah. Um, Because you've got contacts everywhere. Oh, yes. Yeah. And also, um, you know, speaking of, you know, kids are in college, you're like watching this and going, oh, my goodness, I don't have that in place, you know, doing and they're not here, you know, to sign the document. Right. You can do it virtually. Yes. Or as we were talking, that older, you know, kiddo that you have that's in their... 20s that's you know mm -hmm. maybe even in their 30s that's single and mm -hmm. um you're thinking you know this may be something that is what we need to get in place for absolutely that. so in that case if there's someone that doesn't live you know in the the dfw area because we're off of central and allen it's a really easy location to get to but if you do have client or you know people that are potential clients that are um, all over Texas yeah. or any, anywhere else for that matter, then they can do the virtual appointment and then we can email them the documents and they can take it to a local notary. Oftentimes their bank will right. have it, you know, so, yeah. or, you know, if you have a kiddo coming in from a break, they can come in and sign it. The signing okay. literally takes five or 10 minutes. It's Perfect. easy. Yes. And then we make copies for you and send it with you in a little packet. And then obviously the parent could keep one at home. The kiddo could keep one at school yep. or wherever they yep. are. And mm -hmm. then you can one in your digital um, yes and we do give, we do email it as well we give the digital <laughs> copy yep we do that too because i know i have all my appointment documents in my digital files yes um just in case yes <laughs> little usb in the yes. Yes. yes 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 so you have it all you've covered all your bases <laughs> yes well and one thing we were talking about just now about you having viewers everywhere yeah. um Obviously, I'm a licensed lawyer in Texas, right. so the law that I practice is Texas law. So um, any um, power of attorney that I put together will be based in Texas. Hopefully, yes. the person lives in Texas. Yes. Um, it's going to be based on you know where their home is, where their license is. Okay. So for example, your kiddo, he's in school in Texas, so he would be fine. Right. My kiddo, planning on going to Ole Miss, um, he would be in Mississippi. So I think a question that could come up is, well, is a power of attorney that's executed in the state of Texas yes. valid in another state? And the answer in general is, for the most part, yes. Okay. Every state in the United States has... Um, um, accepted that there are powers of attorney and that they will accept powers of attorney from other states. 
where it gets a little tricky is some states require something different okay. than what maybe Texas requires. Okay. So there is a uniform power of attorney act that 26 states have adopted. Okay. Texas is one of them. I did do a little bit of research briefly last yes. night so that I would hopefully be well informed because um, obviously I don't practice in every state <laughs> in the United States. But I thought about, okay, where are my kids' friends going to college? Correct. Because we have so, so many going Exactly. State. So Colorado, Alabama, Arkansas, um, those are ones that also are a part of this Uniform Powers Attor Power okay. of Attorney Act. Um, unfortunately, for my sake, Mississippi isn't, but that's not to say that it still wouldn't work there. Because, okay. like I said, in general, now if he were going to try to sell property in old, you know, when he's at Ole Miss, right. they might not let him do that. But we're not using that for this. Then, I'm just yeah. using the statutory power of attorney to help him should he need to pay bills. That right. kind of thing. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, but in general, I mean, don't quote me on that because yes. I don't want to commit malpractice. Yeah. <laughs> Please no, let's not, not do that on an early Tuesday morning. But um, yeah, but in general, they should all work, especially okay, since 26 states have adopted that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Because again, we do have a lot of us have our kiddos going all over. Exactly. Nobody stays in state hardly. I mean, yeah. you're lucky. You're very blessed. She gets a nice break in tuition. <laughs> <laughs> I'm incredibly jealous. Uh, um, you know, we've got so many that do go out of state. Yes. Um, and such a huge, you know, a large, you know, population that does all over the country too. Right. All over. Right. And that's why you want to make sure when you do execute your power of attorney, you want to make sure it's going to be good in the state that they're going to. Correct. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because that would defeat the whole purpose, right? Yes. Yeah. I'm like, oh. So I hope, I know viewers are probably like, those that don't have it are like panicky now. <laughs> don't panic, don't panic. We can literally get this done quickly. Um, yeah, but you definitely want to get your ducks in a row. Just It's just a safety net. You know, it is. It's just, it's like you said, it's like insurance. It's like anything else that you right. do. It's just, and it's good for your kids to be involved because it's a step in the right direction of growing up. Yeah. Like, you know, okay, I've reached a point where I'm an adult and I need to think about you know, that I'm right. not invincible and that, you know, I've got a plan for the future. So I would say, you know, what would you say you've got a viewer out there mm -hmm. and their kiddo is like reluctant because they're like, I'm 18. Yahoo. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I can do whatever. Um, I guess what would you tell that parent to help them convince their child to Yes, well, have them come talk to me okay. or have them call me and I can sit down and tell them the consequences. Like, hey, do you want random doctor in the middle of Mississippi that you don't know making your decisions? Right. Or do you want the people who love you, care for you, treat, you know, would treat you would right. any way possible? Do you want that to be the person that makes your decision for you? Um, also, do you want your credit score to be affected negatively should, God forbid, something happen to you? Yes. But not only that, if they don't want it to be their parent, have them, you know, do their older sibling, for example. The only yeah. criteria is, is that you have to be of 18 and sound mind. Okay. So, um, you know, if they if they trust their older sibling and they'd rather have that, they can do that. If they have an aunt or uncle or a godparent. Right. I mean, you're my daughter's godmother, yes. so she might rather have you do it. Yeah. And that's fine. I think that most kids, though, when they get ready to get out of the home, they're starting to mature, at least hopefully. Right. Um, and I think you can reason with them. I know in my case, your case, both yes. of our sons in 
they are boys who I feel like mature a little bit slower than the yes. girls do. And I think they both realize, number one, we want what's best for them. Right. Number two, I don't want in your business. This only works if you're incapacitated. I yes. can't take it down and, you know, use it. Right. You know, if you're totally awake and at least for as far as the medical power. Of right. I can't take it and use it, you know, if you're wide awake and say, oh, I want you to have plastic surgery. No, it's not <laughs> like that. Um, so that's why it's, it's for their benefit. Yeah. And I think if you just rationalize with them and explain to them, you know, why it's a priority and why they should have it. Right. Yeah. But have them call me. I'll knock some sense into <laughs> I always think of, you know, there's, you know, situations that can be out there because so many of our kids, mm -hmm. you know, and they, you know, nowadays, you know, it's not like when we were growing up, we didn't have access to so much information out there. Right. And, and they can read and they can read up and, you know, try and see is there pros and cons. Oh, absolutely. And they, they do their due diligence. We did it. Our parents would say, sign, sign this. And we said, okay. <laughs> and we signed our life away. Exactly. But you know what? And that's another thing too. I think once you get it going, like I know I've talked to several of um, my friends who have kiddos that yeah. have already turned 18 and they're all wanting to do it. And so I think when it, it's kind of just like a rite of passage, right. you go get registered to vote. Yep. You go get your new driver's license. Yep. You go get your powers of attorney. It's just kind of like, check the box. This yep. is another thing that we need to get done. Yep. Yeah. So those the parents that your kids are over the age of 18 and you don't have this, it's time to get that started. Yes. And it, those that have the kids approaching, put that on your checklist. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of one of those things like, okay, we got to do the graduation party. You yes. know, we, yeah. we got to apply to colleges. We got to get this, these yeah. documents, exact same thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. And it's just put it on your checklist because if you're like me. If it's not on my checklist, it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. My husband laughs at me all the time because he's like, don't forget to breathe. He writes it on my notes on my phone. <laughs> well, mine is like, if it's not on the calendar, it doesn't exist. If oh, the yeah. address is out there, I'm going to that address. It oh, me too. Me too. Exactly. We're two so, peas in a pocket. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, so. I know my viewers are out there. They're all, you know, have taken notes during um, this episode. Um, I've got Kayla's information here for y'all to, you know, Call her, get an appointment set up. Um, she'll be happy to help you. Um, you know, whatever your situation is, um, yeah, and absolutely. it was fun. Well, okay. thank you yeah, so much. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at kimberlywoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week, and remember, don't just love your home, love your community.